0: Welcome to Raised On Movies. This week we talk Gremlins, the 1984 Christmas? Or horror. Classic? I'm John. My name's Gabriel. Alright, let's get to it. Alright, I have to ask. Is Gremlins a Christmas movie?
1: I think it's a Christmas movie. I feel like watching it. And we're recording, at the time of this recording, it's around, it's the holidays.
0: It's the holidays. It takes place around Christmas time. Small
1: town. For me, it qualifies as a Christmas movie because of the time and place.
0: Yeah, there's even a Santa Claus and a chimney.
1: (laughs) Story somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Thanks to the character of... Kate and her... Tragic upbringing, yeah, Debbie Downer, if you ask me. Yeah, why did someone always go like wreck the holidays with their whole?
0: Oh yeah, by the way, I'm an orphan.
1: <laughs> never, never mind that the you know there's already a bunch of chaos going on. And yeah, let's, let's add another layer of drama to it.
0: Stop making it about you. Everyone's suffering. So this movie takes place in a small town, uh, and where where a family gets
1: a toy pet. Let's, let's let's backtrack a little bit. Let's go all the way back. We open up. In Chinatown. In Chinatown. He goes into the what looks like an ant- Chinese antique shop. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I do like how it turns out. At first, he was actually just trying to sell stuff. He wasn't really looking for a gift. He was just trying to land a sale.
1: Were you annoyed when he ch- started selling when I first went under the premise that he was looking for a gift?
0: Uh, yeah, I was. I was annoyed, but like comically. And I thought the expression that the Chinese man had on his face was perfect. Just the deadpan, like are you fucking kidding me. <laughs> I have some secret back alley thing, and you come in to sell me a piece of garbage. What did you think of that? Of the, 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 the
1: buddy? What is it? The buddy? The, yeah, the travel buddy? It a travel buddy. It's not shower buddy. Shower it's not buddy shower buddy. Up. Yeah. The travel buddy that uh, squirted all over him the toothpaste? or
0: Yeah, because it had a toothbrush that, I guess, applied toothpaste, which is kind of a cool idea.
1: I guess. However, it didn't look like it was slim, or... No. And I, f- I feel like I could have made that myself by just making holes and putting it on a keychain. <laughs> I think, well, I think I don't know. think
0: that's what he tried.
1: <laughs> Except he made it a bulkier. So anyways, I was I was kind of annoyed by that. I was like, ah.
0: But it set him up as like a character, because that's what the first act does, especially in this movie, is it really sets up all the characters. And so he's kind of a you think he's like a inventor or businessman, but he's really just like a salesman,
1: right? Uh maybe not so successful one.
0: Yeah, but he does have a
1: scarf. That makes him successful. I think
0: that like signifies something because he's like, he's not wearing the scarf. He just has the scarf on.
1: I think uh, this is what salesmen looked like before those infomercials and those channels that you could watch all night, QVC or something. I don't know if they were around back in 1984.
0: You mean before like local news warned you about him? Like, don't let these men into your businesses.
1: He doesn't get a sale, but then he finds a little creature that we don't get to see right away, but he's intrigued by it. We're intrigued by it. We're like, well, why can't we see it? But we know he wants it. Uh huh. And initially, well, not initially. He, the old man, refuses to part
0: ways with it. Yeah, he wants
1: to. He's. It's not for sale. Says and it's
0: a uh, powerful and, and you need responsibility with it.
1: With Mogwai comes great responsibility. responsibility. Yeah, felt yeah. felt like that came off of a a fortune cookie or something. <laughs> so I don't know. So he doesn't buy it. But hey, the little kid is a. He's like, "Hey, I'm not passing up. What did he? Three hundred dollars
0: for the model? Yeah, I think you got up to three hundred bucks. It's always kids that ruin everything.
1: So the kid sells it, and it gives them the three important rules: don't expose it to light. Doesn't like bright lights. Doesn't like bright lights. Sunlight will kill them. Don't get it wet. Don't get it wet. Don't don't, don't. It, drink it or give it water. Soup's okay, and beer's fine. We'll find that we'll come to find out later. It can't uh, be
0: all water. It can be mostly water, and it's okay.
1: So, and then the third rule is: no matter what. Do not feed it after midnight. Which I've uh, I've heard different people ask this question. What happens during daylight savings time?
0: Or is it Greenwich Mean Time?
1: Questions we probably will not have the answers to. Or well, how does the Gremlin know? Apparently they know. As we'll come to find out later, they unplug the...
0: 11.59 is okay, though. Yeah, I guess Gizmo... Gizmo knows what time it is. And he knows what happens. He knows the rules. Because every time
1: something bad happened, he was like, uh-oh. Gizmo's so... the cool one. He's a cool one, but I feel like he kind of uh, should have learn to speak and tell him hey you gotta follow the rules
0: yeah if he can communicate he can at least be like bro but he was too, gonna mess us up for all of us too busy
1: watching tv and like, comic books he's reading comic books so i, I guess they the mogwais assimilate very quickly mm-hmm. so at this point have we met our main characters
0: i think we've met um in act one they do a good job of setting up everyone as like their traditional archetypes There's the two lovebirds right
1: Phoebe Cates.
0: Yeah, which Kate. is like hilarious because she's like basically trying to hit on him in the bank, right? Oh, he's
1: late. We kind of skipped over the the damn foreigners guy.
0: Oh, the damn foreigners guy.
1: Uh, we'll call it the farmer because he, he was on tractor, right? Yeah. And he's making fun of uh, Billy mm-hmm. because his car won't start instead of helping him out. Well, I guess he does offer him a jump, but he kind of also gives him a little bit of Grief for
0: having a car, not not a, an
1: American car or, or snowplow. I guess, you know, is
0: that what he is that what he does? Is he the foreigner guy? Is he just a snowplow driver?
1: He had a tractor, so maybe
0: he had a tractor, but it had the scoop in the front. So I think he's like the town snowplow. Oh, I thought it was a farmer. Just a farmer. But <laughs> right, a farm that, in that, the wintertime. That makes more sense. though. now that. You're, oh, yeah. You're maybe saying... he's like a farmer, but in the winter to make money, he's the snowplow.
1: OK. All right. That works. Who hates foreigners? You definitely hates forest. which is like
0: a, a a theme that does pop up in this movie
1: You get to the bank and we see that Billy's kind of a klutz Billy's a klutz he doesn't really conform to the norms of society well he's nerdy but he doesn't want to wear the the tie so he's kind of like rebelling against he's the rebelling. man Use mm-hmm. uses a clip on tie which is frowned classy upon classy
0: though it's classy
1: frowned upon in the bank establishment <laughs> I could
0: see that being a problem
1: he puts his name on upside down mm-hmm. his name little nameplate
0: and he brings his dog to work. Well, I mean, it's not really a health code violation because it's a bank. So I guess if no one has any problems with it, no one any problems with it.
1: But, but it's a bank.
0: What's the dog going to do?
1: Eat but, the money? But it's going to be locked in that little space all mm-hmm. day.
0: You'd rather just have the dog running around outside?
1: Or inside the house where he, he can eat whenever he wants?
0: Yeah, I guess. I think a lot of it was too, um, Billy kind of like. Needed companions, like that's like his character. He had to have a companion follow him around. So I think the dog is his like buddy, friend,
1: sidekick, and, and we like him better because he's like, oh, he likes the dog. He nurtures,
0: yeah, which I think uh, Phoebe Gates really liked. He's like, oh, you can take care of dogs.
1: Okay, he's okay. Re- he's ready to have babies. Yeah, he goes. Um, we, I'm here for a deposit. <laughs> <laughs> so then we meet Corella Deville. I mean, Mrs. Needle.
0: I I put down um, Wicked Witch of the West from so, Wizard of Oz because she's after the dog.
1: Oh, that's right. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, a bit over the top on what she wants to do to the dog.
0: Yeah. I think that's kind of like your first clue that's going to be kind of a gruesome horror movie. Because she doesn't say, like, I'm going to take away your dog. She says she's going to slowly, slowly murder the dog. So
1: she's kind of a Scrooge witch, evil lady. I think she's
0: like the loner
1: type. Which we find out later on in the film that she's also a cat lady. Yep. Makes sense. And then uh, she causes a scene when the dog basically had enough of her yep somehow the dog was able to figure out what's going on he knows social to, clues maybe he knows how to undo knots, knots which is the we, animals in this movie are highly intelligent so the next morning billy, try, billy's at home and he's making used, breakfast or attempting to use the inventions and they both mom and billy are looking at each other like they say it nicely, but we all know these inventions suck.
0: I did notice that they one of the inventions that they had was a juicer, right, that failed. And then they had a smokeless ashtray that appeared a few times, which I'm pretty sure the smokeless ashtray was the top of the juicer. <laughs> so I think he just took off the top of the juicer and was like, all right, I got to sell this.
1: He was like, whenever I try to make juice, no smoke comes out. So. Yeah, because smoking is going to be around forever. But I have seen a version of a juicer like that where it takes a whole orange. Yeah, I've seen those. And I'm kind of like,
0: oh, that looks... But it doesn't produce more... It doesn't shoot out more juice than in the orange. (laughs) I don't know why it stores juice to shoot out against the walls. (laughs) So the inventions suck. inventions suck. But he's a good salesman, I will say. I think his dad's like... Like, he's an empathetic character. He's not like a douchey salesman. But he, like, legitimately... You feel like he wants to provide for his family.
1: You must be... You must have some success for them to have a home... I mean, granted, Billy's a banker or a bank teller. Mm-hmm. It's a decent job, I imagine.
0: I think there was a line or two where he said, like, he provides mainly for the family, right?
1: Oh, so it's Billy's the main bread.
0: He's the, the breadwinner.
1: But Dad comes home, and he's like, I got a present for you. I know it's not quite Christmas, mm-hmm. but here you go, because you need to open it now. Can't really stick the mogwai under the tree. Billy gets the box, and he shakes it. He's like, whoa, whoa, don't shake it. You're going to kill Gizmo. <laughs> yeah. So... He opens it up and we finally get a get a good look at it. What did you think? What was your first impression when you saw it? Let's say now versus when you've originally well, watched this film. Oh, Gizmo is really cute.
0: It's overly cute, right? It looks realistic. It looks like... It looks like when if you were like designing something to be cute, you'd just be like, oh, give it big ears, give it big eyes, fuck it, make it fuzzy.
1: <laughs> and it comes out all shy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Which I think sets it up as a character too, like introduces it to the mogwes that came out of the first batch they were just uh assholes they were just dicks and you had the the leaner the leader you had the leader there with the stripe which who is known as stripe Stripe. Mm -hmm. i don't know why they didn't call him mohawk
0: i mean like so if gizmo ate after midnight would gizmo become a dick i think so no gizmo can't be a dick
1: but he never ate did he He, ever beg for food no he
0: refused he was like i'm just gonna chill here and keep watching TV. Oh, got, that's right. When they offered him the chicken, but he, chicken wings, he was like, no. But those was like raw chicken, wasn't it? Yeah, but the other ones were like all about it.
1: And they had that that nasty saliva and they were just kind of going, at the, going yeah. to town on that thing.
0: Because Gizmo knows he's got a sweet deal and doesn't want to screw it up.
1: So then we get a, we also meet another character that would go on to do other great films. And he's dressed as the tree. The, little, the, the cool kid.
0: He is the cool kid. Which I thought was hilarious that the cool kid was younger than the protagonist. That not only is he a loser, because he's kind of like the nerdy guy he's supposed to emphasize with, so he's kind of a loser type, but the person that basically his bully or his person he's supposed to look up to is a child who comes next door, dressed as a
1: tree. Why is he dressed as a tree? I feel like this is the most ineffective way to deliver trees on top of that. Yeah. How is his dad not out of business if he comes up with ideas like this? Yeah. You know what would be cool? We should deliver trees dressed as as a tree. tree. And we should make the tree... Really uncomfortable, and just and he almost scared someone. Did he almost scare the cop?
0: Yeah, he, and he it just doesn't make any sense. Like he walk around at night,
1: dresses a tree, you get hit by a car. Is this bad idea town? It is bad idea town. <laughs> okay, so what do you th- what do you make of Gizmo once it, we find out that he likes watching TV, reading comic books? He's kind of just like a
0: well, he's like the buddy, and I kind of feel like the dog kind of hated, like grunted at him as like because he's replacing the dog as like man's best friend. But he's like a real best friend. Like, he's not just like, oh, I'm going to sit on the bed when you're doing stuff. I'm actually going to watch TV. Yeah,
1: and he looks like he was enjoying all the that Indy 500 well, racing.
0: He seemed to, like, understand it, too. Like, he's not, he's a little kind of intelligent, right?
1: Well, we gather they, they're intelligent. I guess he knows how to read.
0: They know how to read. They can communicate.
1: So then Corey Feldman's character, the little cool kid.
0: Oh, he's so cool.
1: He wants to pick him up or pet him or? Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes ahead and drops water all over him. Fucking asshole. So, what an asshole, but if he didn't do that, then... We wouldn't have a premise. We wouldn't have a movie. We wouldn't have a movie, right? Yeah. So then it's having like a little, ah, like I'm burning kind of... This looks really painful. Yeah, it looks like he was like kind of a Wizard of Oz kind of... So they can never drink water? Yeah, never give him any water. Yeah, anyways. I guess. All right. we, <laughs> then we go to the bar where the farmer is drinking and he's mm-hmm. all... he does, He's like the last one there. He doesn't want to go home. And I guess uh when uh, when Billy picks up Kate, she's like, what's up with him or whatever like don't drive and I guess there's a little message like don't drink and drive And yeah. he's like, you know what I think I'm gonna walk home tonight and I'm like, all right, give him some a little bit of dignity mm-hmm. and I think this is when we find out that uh Kate is a little bit of a debbie downer. Kate's a Debbie downer she's all saying that that the holidays suck and I'm paraphrasing of course here but she has she has a backstory. And she gives a, a fun little factoid about how most suicides occur around Christmas time. Yeah. What did you think of that when you heard this on this holiday movie? It's Debbie
0: Downer. I think it was alluding to something. I think it re- that was definitely trying to say something is coming. And I thought it was going to be about suicide.
1: However, if you're watching a Christmas movie and you're in theaters watching this with your kids, Mommy, what's suicide? And why is everybody doing it? <laughs> how <laughs> do we
0: do suicide, Mommy? <laughs>
1: So I thought that was kind of like, geez, all right. It's not the fun girlfriend that we thought we were going to get. Well, she's because she seems to be like the hard working time because she has two jobs. She works at the bank and the bar. So I thought if the bar is good enough for, I mean, the bank is good enough for Billy. Why isn't it good enough for Phoebe? Yeah. And she she seems like she's probably a better employee than Billy.
0: No, because she is a better employee <laughs> than Billy. He, she shows up on time, and she would put on a tie. And her name badge was right side up.
1: So, clearly, she's a better employee. So, then, uh, Wizard Billy takes over the one of the Mogwai, or two, I can't remember, mm-hmm. over to the science teacher.
0: Yeah. Which is... Uh, so, because he gives it to the science teacher, because the science teacher wants to test its blood. What high school science teacher has a blood testing lab in their, in their classroom? And then, where did he draw the blood from? His hand, or... Yeah, he just like stuck uh, like a syringe in
1: there and pulled out some blood. And then what was he testing it for?
0: I don't know. Trying to see what it was. Because that's the thing I don't quite get. It's just like, I'm scientist. I will test Mogwai.
1: Well, the other thing I got out of that was that he was not told the rules. Yeah, he, he
0: didn't get the rules. He was also mean to the Mogwai, which I think is a lot of it. His mean characters get what's coming to
1: him. And uh, he, continues, he carries on with his tests. What did you think of the movies that were playing in the background? Within the movie, like Wonderful Life, all the Christmas movies that were
0: circulating, I think they're just trying. I think a lot of it was trying to set the mood. Did you think that someone were like uh,
1: maybe like you said, precursors or something to what was going to happen?
0: It's possible. I think a lot of it was just like setting the mood, reminding you it's a Christmas movie, that kind of thing.
1: And then uh, the little the the second batch of the Mogwai are hungry and they're asking for food and they're just being incredibly annoying. They are being little dicks again. So they're asking for food. Billy looks over at the clock, and it's clearly before midnight.
0: hmm clearly. It is, like,
1: 11.30. So, but then they pulled a fast one on him.
0: Yep. They ate the power of the clock.
1: They did that. And it, also, uh, around this time, Billy's dad is at the convention, and looks like he's just spending his whole time in the phone booth.
0: Well, I, yeah, because I think a lot of it is the convention, like... It seems like something he's like, oh, for business, I'm going to go to this convention. But it's guys in like robot suits walking around, so it's obviously a place where people go to have fun. It's not really a work event. Not only that,
1: it looks like he's way out of his
0: league. He's area. in Comic-Con trying to sell his travel buddies. It's just not working for him. It's not working for him. So. Is mob- that Robbie the robot? Sorry, the robot that was fought in the background. Was that Robbie the robot from Forbidden Planet? Or was it the robot from... Lost in space. I don't think it was lost in space.
1: I'm sure someone out there knows can confirm or deny that. <laughs> I'm going to go with Robbie the robot. Robbie the robot is just bothering him while he's trying to make a phone call to his family.
0: Yeah, no, but my favorite part is, did you hear the conversation Robbie was having in the background? No. Was... He was all like, I'm trying to sell, but they don't need oil for my gear. Something about, like, he's having, like, a conversation, like, with his wife. Because remember how the uh, the dad, Randall, was talking with his wife about how hard the event is to, like, sell stuff? The robot behind him is having the same conversation but about robot things.
1: Hmm. Did not catch that at all. Yeah,
0: there's a few lines you can kinda hear where he's back where he's just like, Yes.
1: I am <laughs> sorry, honey. I will sell more gears. <laughs> so the mag- the second ma- batch of Mogwai trick Billy and also the the scientist leaves, but he leaves his half eaten sandwich by the cage. You'd say at arm's reach or mm-hmm. So that, that Mogwai also eats after midnight. yeah. And the next morning, there's all these gooey, what do you want to call those things?
0: Pods. Well, Oh, one of the movies they did show too, like said, setting things up, was Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That was one of the first movies where the humans go into these little pods and they come out as copies of themselves. So they're going into metamorphosis pod. They <clears throat> the metamorphosis pods. The pupil stage? Or the yeah, because yeah, they're going into the metamorphosis pods, whatever it is. So they're going to change into something, which was kind of set up by conversation with that funny menopause joke. Did you catch that one? He was like, oh, they're going to go through metamorphosis. Oh, my mom went through that. He's oh. like, no, that's something else. <laughs> Which I was like, that's a menopause joke. Good job, Griblins. So then
1: uh, they hatch, and they're all slimy. What did you think of the the hatching?
0: They're all slimy and gooey. Um, it reminded me of the movie Aliens, when the eggs popped open and the face huggers
1: came out. So do, you, do you think that was on purpose? Since, uh, I think it was on purpose. The director is known for to use a lot of stuff from other little movies. Little
0: entourage, movies. Uh, little homages to other movies. I
1: definitely think that was an homage to Aliens. So, it worked quite well. It was kind of like, definitely did not give you the, the sense of, oh, something good is going to come out of this. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't like, oh, we're going to get more gizmos. Yeah. So, and uh, who, who is the first person to be killed by the gremlins? The teacher who happens to be
0: the only black man in the cast. Yes. And he
1: is killed. Uh, we're not really sure how he's killed, but we only see... There was a syringe in his butt. Yeah. That's kind of a... <laughs> So I don't know if he, that happened before he... That's how he was murdered,
0: or... Well, because I thought maybe it was, like, payback for taking the blood, for hurting him. So there's, like, I'm going to hurt you with the needle.
1: I mean, he did try to, like, lure him out with the the little candy bar. And yeah. Sticking his hand un- underneath, he can't see. I don't know. It just seems like a bad idea. And then Christmas music starts playing. What would you think of the Christmas music? I like the Christmas music. Even though it didn't sound a little creepy to you? It was very creepy. So... At this point, mom is at home and she hears noises upstairs. Mm. And uh, she decides n- not to leave the house. Yeah, she goes and investigates. So this is where we maybe run into the whole horror. This is definitely a horror scene now. Or like, what do you call it, the tropes? And...
0: Yeah, it definitely. Def- there's definitely a change of gears in this scene.
1: So now instead of, like I said, leaving the house, she goes upstairs. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of investigating what's going on, goes back downstairs, right, if I'm not mistaken? Goes back downstairs. And she sees a gremlin in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Now, what was your reaction after what happened immediately afterwards? I mean, the fight scene or just kind of seeing the gremlin? She kind of does a little um, look over the counter, kind of a maybe action movie. Goes for a knife. Goes for a knife. What do you think of her initial reaction towards the gremlin after finally seeing it?
0: If I remember correctly, she just attacked the gremlin. She wasn't like, get off the couch or get off the counter, you damn animal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's what you do. Like, if you go in the kitchen, it's like a deer in your kitchen. You're going to be like, shoo. But no, it's like, I'm going to stab it because it looks ugly.
1: So she goes on to, she pushes the button and uh, thankfully one of the uh, dad's inventions. Saves the day. And it gets like a liquefied or like, it's like a... It's the juicer, isn't it? It's something...
0: Yeah, it's, and it's like it grinds the gremlin up and shoots it all over the kitchen. Very gory.
1: Yeah,
0: what'd you think of that? I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was like a... Like I said, they're they're changing it now
1: from a Christmas movie to a horror movie, right? And uh, <clears throat> something I thought was kind of cool is that Mom goes kind of psycho on the... Mom on, goes Mama Bear. On, on on Gremlin number two. And she kind of just stabs the hell out of that stabs one. Stabs the shit out of it.
0: But it, Gremlin 2 didn't die. I think it did. Remember that? It got up a little bit and then she... St- Really went to town so, on the guy. Yes.
1: The gremlin in the in the Christmas tree.
0: Was freaking creepy. Because all you see is the eyes, and it looked like it was the Christmas tree. So my first thought when I saw that was the whole tree is gremlins, and she's going to get devoured.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's like yeah. they're all kind
0: of together. Waiting, because uh, she, she goes for the stocking and stabs it, but it's just a toy in there. Which is a toy that works, so it's not one of her husband's inventions. And then she, and then the tree just lunges at her.
1: No, yeah, Kind of like a... I like we had some foreshadowing earlier with the... Delivery of the Christmas tree, true. Or when uh, he came out of character to show that he was in the Christmas costume. Mm. Okay. So we've seen this before. We're like, oh yeah, maybe we were kind of prepared for it. We we're getting prepared for it.
0: It's also a good shot. It was also a good shock
1: scare. Like it was. It was like a boo. Like it came out of nowhere, but it wasn't bad. So what do you think of how they mixed up the horror? With Christmas, you had a Christmas tree, but the Christmas tree comes at you.
0: Well, that was the that's the the midpoints. That's when we're changing. So I think the movie's changing from Christmas movie
1: now to horror movie. How many kids do you think went home and checked their Christmas tree for gremlins?
0: (laughs) I am still going to be
1: checking my Christmas tree for gremlins, whether they're fake or real. I guess the only way to be sure is if you buy a white Christmas tree. No, I got to burn my Christmas tree. Thanks, (laughs) thank you for that. Just want to bring up some old memories. (laughs) Thanks. So, mom microwaves Gremlin Number Three.
0: Would you think of good death scene? old horror movie style was gruesome death scenes and that was a good gruesome death scene with being splattered against the screen the front of the microwave
1: so, yeah so at this point there's only two gremlins left kid comes home and he grabs the loose sword that fell down in the beginning of the movie yeah so i like how everything is i think it has its setup and its payoff i guess mm-hmm. that's what they did they, they did a good job of setting everything up and now they got to use it to save a town so when he takes it off nobody's asking Oh, how was he able to just get it off of there? Because we've already seen, seen it fall. fall. Yeah. Right? So we, we thought nothing of it. We are just like, oh, yeah, the fucking sword. Use the sword. And the kid kills gremlin number four with the sword and getting him into the fire. <laughs> so I think uh, four gremlins are down, and we also establish how they can die,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which I think they are believable ways of how they can die. They sta- seem they're hard to kill, but they're not impossible to kill. So you can either put them in, you know.
0: Microwave's a good one. Microwave's a good one.
1: Microwave, I guess you know fire always works fireworks stabbing is stabbing the but then stripe seeing all this what does he do being the leader i would expect him to be smarter right it's pop quiz i don't remember he escapes he does not stay how does fight. he escape through the window right okay so we're like oh he's gonna fight because then the movie would be over if you got into a fight he's like no screw this live gonna, to fight live yeah. to fight another day right so they're assholes, but they're smart. Well at least Stripe is. Yeah. The other guys were maybe goons or soldiers, I guess you could say if you wanted to We have our actual villa villain now. Billy goes to the police station and he's basically mocked and laughed and mm-hmm. like, what the hell are you talking about, kid?
0: Yeah. But who's there at the police station? Who plays the deputy. Is that the deputy
1: or is he the sheriff? He's definitely not the sheriff because later on he's like, can I drive? He's like.
0: What is that? What it's called if you work under a sheriff? Are you a deputy, right?
1: I think so. so we'll go, let's just go with it for the sake of. He's a deputy. Yeah. Right. But of course it's the guy from Breaking Bad. Yeah. I forget his name. But What is his name? But if you've watched it, if you, if you rewatch this, the deputy is, uh, I guess, is he the hitman for.
0: Yeah, he's the hitman. But his, his uh, uh, backstory in Breaking Bad was he used to be a small town B cop.
1: This is now we find out what town that was. He saw some shit. No wonder he's all like breaking bad. He saw gremlins. Yeah, he came from bad idea town. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Billy chases the gremlin uh, into the YMCA. Yeah. And he doesn't quite get to kill him. And that's when the gremlin falls into the swimming pool, which
0: I thought about it. looked it up. Swimming pools have a lot of water in them. So if you don't want to get a gremlin wet, think- I I can think of the bad places to put a gremlin. Swimming pool is probably top of that list.
1: I was gonna say YMCA. YMCA you know I mean? swimming pool. So that's probably where. So it's mostly P. So at this point, we don't. The water starts turning green and bubbling up, and we don't need to see what's gonna happen because we know what's gonna happen.
0: I was still confused about how many goblins we had because if like a little bit of water made six or five, five right? A little bit of water made five. So wouldn't a swimming pool make hundreds, maybe
1: thousands? It made more than a few, and then you figure.
0: They, because if they're going to be birthed in a swimming pool, but do they, if they're, if gremlins are made from other gremlins, do they have to eat, still, to become, the metamorphosis process, or do they just come out evil?
1: So maybe, mogwais make mogwais. yeah, but gremlins make gremlins, so they don't need to go into that whole the stage of the the people. I gotcha. Met- okay, That's, maybe. Let's just go with that. I'm gonna go with that. So then we we visit, Mrs. Needle. And we find out she's the cat lady, as we mentioned earlier. She's the cat lady.
0: Yeah, she lives alone,
1: and she doesn't seem... She still is
0: horrible, horrible. when she's alone. She yells
1: and screams. She's a horrible person, and she came down a A uh, staircase chair thing. Stairlift, I don't know what, yeah. you call, what you call it. However, we did see her earlier in the beginning of the movie where we introduced her. She's real, She's walking with the purpose down the street yep. with her uh, broken snowman head.
0: Yeah, because I, I think that's kind of symbolizes that she is like a broken character, right? Because she's alone. Because she has a giant painting of her, I'm assuming, dead husband. Mm. Or ran away husband, because, you know, you better. Her
1: brother or something. Yeah,
0: someone she loves is gone. But her, she kind of goes down, feebly goes down the stairs. So I think it's kind of symbolizing that she is on the way out. You and know?
1: she hears some carolers. Carolers? Carolers? Outside, and she's like... Oh. Singer people. What the fuck is this? I'm not in the Christmas yeah. mood. Yeah, bah humbug. <laughs> well said. Yeah. Well said. And it turns out they're gremlin carolers. Fucking gremlins. And but they don't look like they're out to be assholes. They're just carolers trying to fit in, trying to assimilate to yeah, trying to damn foreigners assimilate to our yeah I mean, culture. They just moved in, they want to get the other neighbors. <laughs> and uh, well, she acts like a jerk to them, or. But she just runs scared. I can't remember. I think she slams the door. And they're off to get her. Mm-hmm. And then you want to talk about what happens to her next?
0: Oh. So somehow they, you see a few hands and they pull wires from the walls and she gets on her sh-
1: chair lift and it catapults her out the window. It just shoots her out. Like they must have, these are some smart gremlins. They figured out how to rewire that thing and add speed to it. Well, they had to
0: calculate trajectory and all that <laughs> stuff and flight path. <laughs> But that was my favorite death
1: scene of the entire movie. I thought it was pretty cool how they just launched her out. and uh,
0: Shooting an old lady out a window is the way to go.
1: You know, at first I thought that, th- that she was going to maybe learn her lesson and turn it around and help out. No. No, but she got basically she got what, what, was, never, what was coming to her.
0: Yeah, it's all about body count now. People need to start dropping.
1: So there's another one gone. The gremlins attack Santa Claus. <laughs> And then uh, the gremlins are at the bar.
0: Yeah. that's when we kind of get, when they
1: start to hit foreigner stereotypes a little bit. Or basically any movie trope, any movie stereotype, any stereotype of anything. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's a
1: very fun scene. How much of things that you already know can we cram into these gremlins <laughs> this is what's happening. I was a little bit bothered that Kate was serving them. Yeah. Like she couldn't find a way to get out of there sooner.
0: Yeah, but I mean... Did they not have to show ID? Like, how can you get, like, can you be like, I'm sorry, wrinkly gremlin, I can't give you
1: a beer. So they, uh, well, and they were all smart enough to go to the beer and then run muck in there. The yeah. One of them was going around from the.
0: They're just trying to have as much fun as possible.
1: So let's go over what we see from the gremlins at this point. We see a gremlin flasher. Okay. Gremlins playing poker. And it looks Grimlin's like. playing uh, poker. The stripe cheats with his lady friend there. Mhm. And then he he shoots one of the players. <laughs> kind of like a Wild West uh, poker game gone wrong. Yeah. Then the music gets changed to some jazz or some mm-hmm. blues. I don't, I don't know what you want to call that. And Then we get the the sing- more ragtime. The single gremlin in the back. Godfathery the, gremlin? Yeah, kind of. Just thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. But then the puppets come out. What did you make of that little the gremlin playing puppets? Yeah, messing with them. I think it was just trying to kind of like uh, be funny, kind of break the premise up a little bit. I thought it was good.
0: I like the, yeah, yeah.
1: the, I like the, I like the. And then they, uh, the Gremlin with the leg warmers in the eighties, kind of. Oh, the Flash
0: Dance! I like yes. the how they copied the shots,
1: so they flipped it. it was, ugh.
0: <laughs> I wish they would do all Gremlin remakes of movies, like, like they did with Muppets. Like have you know Gremlins,
1: Flash Dance. I would watch that. We should pitch that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think of all these scenes? I thought. Although they were outrageous and almost could have been its own little short in in it of itself I thought yep. they were still fun and
0: like I eh, thought they were great. I'm going to go with it. Mhm. Made me like the gremlins a little more.
1: And then finally Kate gets smart and uh, bolts. Finally gets out of there mm-hmm. with her polaroid camera.
0: Oh yeah, she f- shoots them a few times. She kind of kind of got out the,
1: the gist of it with the match, I believe.
0: She yeah, like... just to like remind us that they are Susceptible to light. Yeah, light is a way that hurts them. We don't know what else it can do, but it hurts them. is What we
1: know so far. And uh, gotta say this uh, this movie probably doesn't work now, 2016, because she probably just would have pulled her phone out. And but it's on...
0: not bright enough, though.
1: I think it is. Yeah.
0: Plus, there's like lights everywhere
1: now. Yeah, and I guess the house lights aren't around the bar area.
0: Yeah, I guess I guess a bar. If you're terrified of light, a seedy bar is a good place to go.
1: You know, there's two AM pickup joints, and it's fun.
0: Yeah, it's fun.
1: There's poker. There's
0: a... maybe the bar is what wrecked the gremlins. Maybe if the gremlins were like they went to like a church social, you, you want them to get a job. And yeah, they're maybe registered. if they like <laughs> like, hey gremlins, what are you guys up to? You know, like come in here.
1: <laughs> Here's your draft papers. So kid gets out, she escapes, but which kind of feels like a Deus Ex Machina when yeah. Billy shows up. He's like, "Come on, let's go!" But this car works, and then doesn't work. Well, why did he turn off his car? Yeah. Or and, did? Or did? I'm. A, I'm a, I guess I'll say maybe it sh- shut off on him. Okay,
0: like it just idled out. I mean, it's cold out. It's possible. It's possible, but, and plus, it is a Volkswagen bug. So I think they're like not really hyping up Volkswagen bugs in this movie.
1: Yeah, I guess somebody had, had a bad experience with them and like, what kind of car should you own? Yeah. Are we have a Honda? No, no, no. Bringing
0: like, one of them foreign cars to be <laughs> break down all the time.
1: Right. So the car shuts off. I was kind of annoyed at that. Like, why'd you turn off the car? They escape. And, uh, we have another scene with Debbie Downer. Oh, Debbie Downer. Where we learn how Kate became, how she lost her dad. What'd you think of that story? you want to recap it for us?
0: Well, I'll tell you what I thought of it. Will you explain it to me? What happened exactly?
1: I'm not really sure, except that her dad dressed up like Santa. Her
0: dad dressed up like Santa. Okay, well, no one. First, her dad had the idea, I'm
1: going to dress up like Santa for my daughter, okay? And then he's sewn on his, the toys onto his sleeve or something?
0: Yeah, so he somehow climbed, attached the clothes, the toys to himself, and then decided to...
1: Go down the chimney.
0: Go down the chimney.
1: But I don't know... How is it that he slipped and snap, snapped his neck, but yet... Well, remained lodged in the chimney where not at the bottom, as well, I understand because
0: he, he's obviously the mayor of Bad Idea Town. Because if this is Bad Idea Town where everyone has bad ideas, I feel like top of the list is going to be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go down the fucking chimney to surprise my kids. Because one, it's sooty, so your suit's not going to stay red. Right? Two, like,
1: they're tiny little holes. I think that's a bad idea. And also, what if mom was like, it's fucking freezing. Turn on the fireplace. Well,
0: yeah. I, I feel like at some point someone would be like, no, that's a bad idea. I mean, I hate to say it, but I think she's better off having her dad
1: dead and was her dad that skinny to go that's kind of a little bit rough there but
0: uh no because if his dad if her dad wasn't dead because right now she has two jobs right working hard and if her idiot dad was still around one of those jobs would be working a stripper pole because she <laughs> she is he is not a good influence she's gonna have daddy problems it's better he's just gone does
1: that mean uh, <laughs> we should ask Kate about that I think yeah. So then, the, again, this is a Christmas movie, I might remind you. Yeah. And she says that they went to go light up the fireplace and a strong smell came out and then they were expecting to pull out a dead cat or something. Right. And it was her dad. Wah, wah, wah. wah. But she didn't say if the toys were ruined. Yeah, nobody.
0: I mean, I, get, I understand Christmas is ruined, but, but the toys, those last a long
1: time. Do you think those have a lasting effect on her? It's possible. Like she got a Mr. Potato Head that she can never look at again. Yeah. I didn't want Dream Phone or <laughs> whatever. Whatever the hot item was in 1984.
0: Yeah, I don't play Pokemon cards. I don't. even
1: know. <laughs> So Kate, she, lo- Kate looks like reminds me of Robin Scherbatsky.
0: She doesn't like Robin Scherbatsky. She has that whole like sad look the whole movie. My dad's dead in the chimney.
1: Yeah, I don't see how this got her like more work.
0: <laughs> I still had to return the suit. <laughs>
1: A dry cleaner too. It's always something. It's always
0: something. I'm so glad he's dead.
1: So now, somehow, apparently, all the gremlins, which are the uh, theater full of them, mm-hmm. are in the theater. Are in the
0: theater watching. Well, the movie. We,
1: well, they figure out how to start the movie number one. So like, at first, I didn't think they were going to be able to figure it out because they were just kind of like fucking around in there. Yeah. So what did you think of when they got the projector working?
0: And they actually sat down and watched. Were they watch Snow White?
1: Snow White and the Seven Drawers. Dwarves? Dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> they're watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. And they're freaking out because it's the and, greatest thing ever. Yeah, as soon as it comes on, it's like
0: Which is I don't think that's a funny movie. Well, is it?
1: I guess we'd have to really analyze what the From a Gremlin's perspective. Or like the parallels like of it. Maybe there's some similarities there. Yeah. I don't know. It's too much for me to think of right now, but
0: all I know is that Gremlins found it hilarious, and they were they were as soon um, as it
1: came on, they're engaged.
0: No, they're they're like uh, entranced, like they're they can't stop looking at it,
1: and they're enjoying the shit out of it. I, I thought they would have like watched, uh, uh, they would have enjoyed a Problem Child or something like Home Alone or something. I think they could More, put anything on. I mean, those weren't around, yet, but but maybe it's just
0: the flashing lights. Maybe the light, the fact that it's a light.
1: That's not, that, do doesn't, it,
0: that doesn't kill them. That doesn't kill them. They're like, "What is that?" Like, or maybe it like hurts them just a little. Well, we found out early on that uh,
1: that Gizmo liked movies. Gizmo loves movies. So they all, I guess we could all say that they all love movies, and they're and we love movies. Maybe we're gremlins.
0: Yeah, was well, I think it's also the whole you know you watch TV to kind of zone out. So they're just, they're just zoning out. They're having fun. They're still probably buzzing. And they're all being loud and obnoxious and <sighs> uh, they're yelling at the screen. You're trying to just watch the
1: movie next to you. So, damn foreigners. Damn foreigners. So, at this point, Billy figures out what he's going to... What is this? What is this? Can you explain to me what is he doing? How does he get... How does he figure out this whole... Yeah, that whole thing felt rushed. This whole booby trap kind of like... So, I
0: think he went to the boiler and opened the gas valve. So... I think that's what happened. So, he filled the theater with gas and then they blew it up. Because I'm either that or I'm not going to be terrified to go to booby trap theaters.
1: Yeah, that, that happens all the time. Okay. That's what AMC is known for. Got it. And, uh, as he's setting up this booby trap, booby trap kind of, uh, IED. Yeah. But he leaves a, a little rag burning. So it's like a fuse, but it kind of was like, well, if it's going to blow it up later, wouldn't it blow it up now? Wouldn't it- well, I think it's
0: supposed to like build up the gas first. So once the gas builds up enough that it gets to that, it'll explode.
1: I guess some shady science going on here. I think it was just I rushed. They Rush a rushed. had, Yeah. But so before this, Stripe is a little bit hungry. He's got the munchies, maybe. Mm-hmm. He sees candy from across the street and says, yum, yum. And goes for the candy. Goes for the candy, which... Saves him. Yeah. He Who... gets out. So he's the last one left. Basically, Gizmo saves the day by running the car into him? Or... Yeah, he causes the blinds
0: overhead to flip open. And oh, it's... that's right. And the sunlight comes in because it's morning now. But they're
1: in a nursery. So Gizmo saves the day. He finally does something to... Coco, like basically. To make amends for his uh, fuck ups. Well, I guess he wasn't really his fault, but it is his fault.
0: Well, it's he... not, it's just his genetics, it's just who he is.
1: And then that's how the the gremlins are finally wiped out. Yep. I'm sure we missed a bunch of little stuff in there, like the radio talking about uh, Orson Wells and
0: Oh yeah, the stop oh the what's his name? Rockin' Robbie, the radio guy. Yeah. He's been like he got attacked to the studio but then came back on the air I was like you have no idea I just went.
1: <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm still here t- you know chugging along
0: uh, that would be a cool sequel Rock and Robbie versus the Gremlins
1: and all is well in Bad Idea Town USA oh fuck Bad Idea Town <laughs> we then jump ahead I guess the morning after or the next day whenever mm-hmm. and the Asian man that did not want to sell them is really pissed He's just in their house. He's in their house. He didn't knock on the door. He's just in their house. And uh, the the thing that he's most upset about is that you taught him to watch TV. <laughs> you warped his fragile little brain. What do you what do you make of that? But that that's what he had to say. Do you feel like maybe they like the they're trying to imply stuff? There's a filmmaker who's trying to tell us something back here in 1984 that TV warps your brain. Stuff is bad for you. And yep. what, It'll what about, turn you to gremlins. What about his message? What was his message? Didn't he just take? He, he said, "Was uh, little uh, you did to the Mogwai what you have done to oh, nature's nature?" Oh gift. yeah, yeah. Because you are not ready. You are not ready. So what yeah, I think sp- he's
0: supposed to be the wise Asian man.
1: So what are, when when are we ready? I feel like if you were to, and you can follow those three simple rules.
0: Rule: You are re- you will be ready when it is dark. There's no food and water is gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so and. Uh, what about overall theme of this? The overall theme. What I got out of it was, uh, watch out for foreigners.
0: Watch out for foreigners, or just all foreigners are funny. I think that's part of it. A lot yeah. of the, a lot of the humor in it relied on like kind of what like funny language, funny things like that.
1: And they're, they're just trouble, trouble everywhere they go. they, they just mess up everything. They come in. <laughs> They, they hurt TV.
0: property value. <laughs> they talk of a storm.
1: They're assholes at the bar.
0: Oh, I do remember that line where he, would, the uh, farmer dad, was watching TV and it was a, uh, a subtitled movie, and he's goes, "That's when he goes, damn foreigners, because it's about the language." Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I team. can't understand them. And the gremlins could communicate at least with each other pretty flawlessly, but they're all like, <laughs> 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 and
1: then he and then he said, "I should have got a zenith, right?" He... <laughs> Was yeah. I, he was pissed about the foreign TV set. think I was just pissed, I guess. He's just angry. He's so, an angry farmer. I kind feel of like he was one of those characters from South Park where it was like, They took our jobs. They took
0: our jobs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Any other things to add about this? I have a question
0: yeah. for you. Go ahead. So you want to know when this movie came out? Yes. June 8th, 1984.
1: The Christmas horror movie that we're talking about now. Came. was a
0: summer blockbuster.
1: Wow. Hello? And it was still a blockbuster? So I guess it it did
0: well. It did 100. The reason why it came out at that time was because they wanted to rush it. Right? That's why I did feel a little weird at the end because it was rushed. Because they wanted to get it out in time to compete with Ghostbusters. Okay. So it came out the same day as Ghostbusters. Did well. Didn't do as well as Ghostbusters. But still did pretty well.
1: Original Ghostbusters? Original Ghostbusters. It's some uh, stiff competition there. That is some stiff competition. But I guess I guess the good thing about it is that if you like Ghostbusters, then you're probably going to like Gremlins and vice versa.
0: Yeah, but I think that's why Gremlins, because when you look at it, it's advertised as a horror movie. When I think, to be fair, it's a Christmas horror movie, right? Because it starts, the first half of the movie is a Christmas movie, and the second half is a horror movie.
1: But it wouldn't be good for sale, so probably this movie
0: not. was written by Christopher Columbus. Not the
1: Explorer. Just want to clarify that okay. before we get hate mail.
0: Guy who wrote Home Alone. Nice. Goonies. Hey you guys. Oh hey, you guys. <laughs> uh he directed one of the uh Harry Potter movies. Which one? Um the, the good one. I think it was <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll just leave it at that. The good one. No, <laughs> oh, he actually directed the first 3. That's right. The first 3 Harry Potters.
1: Nice. So, good track record for Mr. Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus.
0: According to this, he helped write Gremlins 3, which has just been announced. So we're getting a Gremlin sequel. So there's only two Gremlins out? There's only two Gremlins out. I could have sworn there was more.
1: Maybe hmm. I'm thinking of Leprechaun. Beer Leprechaun? Yeah, yeah, but I don't remember which one's yeah, which. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Is it kind of like Jason and all those?
0: Kinda. It's like a little short guy.
1: <laughs> killing people. How did you feel rewatching this movie? I really liked rewatching it.
0: I think it's because it's the holidays, maybe. I think it I think it would I think this movie would have been a lot better. Or like a lot yeah, a lot better if they maybe didn't rush it. If they let kind of fleshed out the ending a little bit and actually released it during Christmas time.
1: But it's still pretty good for even if it was rushed or whatnot.
0: Yeah, no, it's surprising, because usually when you hear about movies that are rushed, you usually think, oh, it's going to be bad. But sometimes it's not the case. And that's not the case for this. Like, maybe rushing it helped, because a lot of the dialogue that the Gremlins had wasn't in the script. A lot of the deaths for the Gremlins wasn't in the script. So that was
1: improvised as rushed, which are parts I like the most. So for me, this movie... It's one that I like to watch more around Christmas time than I do Halloween. It's not a June Eighth movie for you. It's not a June like any. Other, I don't know if for you. Sometimes there's like you're in the mood to watch certain movies at certain times of the year, maybe. Correct. So, most people are Christmas movies. They watch Christmas movies.
0: It's also fun to watch kind of unconventional Christmas movies around Christmas to kind of break it up, and I think Gremlins is a good one for that because it's a. Horror movie. And people actually die. Which I always hate in Chris movies. Like at the end, they're like, oh. I'm, like they just
1: get hurt and they have oh, a Band-Aid on their hand.
0: Yeah, I got shot in the mouth, but I'm okay. <laughs> but Gremlins is some people, old people get
1: shot out of windows. Yeah, the, the farmer dies, Mrs. Needle dies. Everyone that's shitty dies in this movie. Except for that banker guy.
0: Oh, Reinhold, whatever. We haven't, yeah, he's out. I ex- Maybe that got lost somewhere. Maybe that was supposed to be a fleshed out thing.
1: Uh... Scene that was cut out, huh? Because
0: he's like, what, what do they call those shadow characters? Characters that are supposed to represent like uh, uh, a possible path that the antagonist or protagonist could go on. Mm. Kind of show that, you know, if he got his act together, he could be this rich, successful douche gang.
1: Yeah, and then that way uh, Kate wouldn't be so depressed and looking far, <laughs> hating chimneys and. Santa Claus. She's like, this is the moment when I found out Santa Claus I took a-
0: her to see Mary Poppins, and that song Chim Chimity came on, She she's busted out crying. I don't get it.
1: <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> you got anything else
0: mm. Got subtext about them foreigners. <laughs> a lot of, there's a lot of gremlin sim, uh, symbolism in the movie. It's cars. There's a car in the beginning called the gremlin. Mm-hmm. Um, when the tractor breaks down, remember that part where he's like getting out of his tractor and it dies? He goes, "Oh, gremlins!" Because that's what people always say in, in like you know mechanic field when when there's your car's having issues because there's gremlins in it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's like an old thing.
1: Oh, okay. I thought he was just I was thinking, different.
0: It. Yeah. Yeah. So like when your TV is like on the fritz, like you can't get something to work, you, the people always say like it's an old uh, colloquialism. So call called we like, oh, gremlins
1: in there. Yeah. Gremlins. Gremlins. Gremlins are always in my computer. Then. Gremlins are always in the computer. So, haven't seen all that, would you still want a Mogwai? Absolutely.
0: If it could be Gizmo, I would. I would just have to be a little bit careful.
1: But I think uh, Gizmo kind of self-regulates himself. So, you have Gizmo's fine, but you wouldn't want Stripe. Would not want Stripe. Stripe's a little bit of an asshole.
0: Well, I I might want to, if like someone's being a dick to me, I might like want to leave a... Stripe at their house.
1: They're like, "Hey, Stripe, wouldn't you fuck with this guy? Got some candy waiting for you. Yeah, as... get some candy. Fuck up this, throw this old lady out a window." And you for couldn't me. really trust him because I feel like he'd go straight to the sink or something. And oh yeah, he would. He, he would like, totally try to usurp me. Like you told me to be a dick. Maybe so this is how I know how to do it. But yeah, guess I remember watching this as a kid and wanting to mogwai. and don't really come across remember remembering anything about responsibility. I think how some of the message tries to be. Like, so I
0: shouldn't have a stripe
1: should not, but, <clears throat> but you would still, you would have a model. You would, would have, you would have a gizmo. I would have a gizmo. I would rationalize it by saying the movie was an accident. This shouldn't happen, but I would, I would definitely think that I could take better care of it, but we all know that, that probably would not be the case. That,
0: yeah. I think that's actually the sequel.
1: <laughs> I actually
0: the premise. Well, think about it though too. Cause you know, like how people say like you take a dog to the
1: park to pick up chicks so you'd have a Gizmo to.
0: We can't take Gizmo out in the daylight though, but it's winter time. So what are you
1: gonna do? Bring her back to your dark basement you You'd be like, "Hey, check out what I
0: got." Oh, it's a little furry thing. So yeah. You're gonna love it. Only one of only one thing in this room can get wet tonight.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, it's just, yeah. I just want to get into that. <laughs> what was this rated? I heard there was a Isn't little R rated. R rated. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, actually, wait, no, Might no, have...
1: I think uh, there was a whole issue about how. I think there was this whole issue about how what this movie was rated. PG. PG, but then. Uh, what well, cause? Yeah,
0: because uh, what was it? Temple of Doom changed the rating from. They added PG thirteen. It had something to do with this movie and Indiana
1: Jones, where. It was definitely not kid movie, but it was th- an adult movie. Right, because people were complaining about the violence in Gremlins.
0: Yeah, and there's some swear words, but nothing. It's not bad, but it's definitely not
1: what a modern day PG movie would be. So. Whatever. Parents out there complaining. There's, I feel like there's always going to be somebody complaining about always it. Always people complaining. Anything to add before we wrap this thing up?
0: Um, I hope Gremlins
1: becomes a Christmas classic. I feel like it's already on its way.
0: Anyway. Yeah. but it's, I mean, like like Christmas classics are like Home Alone, right? Cause that's a good feel... That's what I mean. Like Christmas movies are kind of feel-good movies, which is interesting because Christopher Columbus wrote Home Alone
1: and wrote Gremlins. Maybe he felt bad about it. With John Hughes. I think it's still... It would still become a Christmas classic for all those who are sick and tired of the feel good. Yeah. Give it a little bit of an edge.
0: Because it's not a horror movie, but it is it is a Christmas horror movie.
1: I feel like we're going to go back and forth on this. I think so. So, it's a Christmas classic for me. What about for you?
0: It's a Christmas classic, definitely. But I hope it gets more play. I hope people actually
1: sit down, watch it more, and show their kids. So, if you've sat through this whole podcast and not watched this movie, which is kind of crazy in and of itself because we spoiled everything. Yeah. But go watch it, or better yet, if somebody hasn't seen it, make them watch it. Yeah. Make it make Gremlins the Christmas classic it deserves to be. Yes. Right? Make make someone watch it. Screw it. Fuck them. You're like, oh, you think your Christmas is bad, but did your dad die D- in a <laughs> chimney trying to bring you presents? Did he? No? All right. So I guess apparently that was, is not that bad. Apparently that was a big problem back in the day. <laughs> Bad Idea Town, USA. Bad
0: Idea Town, USA. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us here. Yep. Right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. My name's Gabriel. And this is John. See
1: you guys there. Have a good night.